All right. Welcome back to the CXM Experience, where experience is the new brand. And I'm Grad Khan, and today we're going to talk about shopping experiences. You know, we've all had a chance to enjoy the online shopping experience, and sometimes with merchants who've uh, not had a chance to optimize that process. It's been a, a pretty amazing six months in terms of how digital transformation is taking hold across the retail universe. Um, but, you know, I want to talk a little bit about Shopify. And is, Shopify is an amazing company. It's, first of all, it's a Canadian company based in Ottawa. And, uh, and not Ottawa, uh, as some people like to pronounce it, um, but Ottawa. That's how the Canadians pronounce it. And uh, what Shopify has done is pretty amazing because they're creating a network uh, for their merchants, which makes it as easy or potentially easier as an independent merchant to sell goods with the Shopify platform as you would with, say, the Amazon platform. So I'm going to geek out for a few minutes here and just talk a little bit about something I saw today. Um, and I actually retweeted this, so you can actually see it in my Twitter feed. Uh, so as you probably know, I'm a pretty big space fan. Uh, most people sort of default to Star Wars as I'm a big Star Wars fan, which is you know, true, but not like it misses the subtlety of my overall space fandom. Uh, and one of the shows that's nearest and dearest to my heart is a show called Space 1999. And Space 1999 is a show which uh, was uh, produced by Jerry Anderson. Uh, and Jerry Anderson uh, is a sort of a famous producer of shows a lot of them were uh, with puppets. If you think about um, shows like The Thunderbirds uh, or Captain Scarlet, hmm, a couple other ones I can't remember right now. <laughs> Come to me. Uh, Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet are two of my favorites. Uh, it's uh, he produced all those, and then, but they were always puppet shows. And so, um, in the late 1960s, he decided that he wanted to start moving into human beings. And so he produced a TV series called UFO, or as it was pronounced in Great Britain, UFO. And it's an amazing series uh, about, uh, about all the, about basically a group privately fighting against the secret UFO invasion. Uh, and there's a whole set of dinky toys based on it. It was like amazing. Uh, and then, um, and then following that, um, that show closed down and in the early seventies. He did a show called space 1999 and space 1999, uh, was, um, probably probably the most inaccurate show from a scientific standpoint. Um, but pretty amusing in, in many other ways. And the basic idea of it was that there's a nuclear explosion on the moon and it pushes the moon out of orbit and starts to fly through space. Um, that itself is actually a pretty cool idea. Uh, but, in this particular universe, it's flying at hyperspeed. And in every episode, they encounter like a new planet in a new uh, star system, which is obviously, you know, completely impossible. Um, but, but it was, it was, it was a fun way of introducing um, a lot of really interesting characters to the show uh, versus just a group of people slowly dying in space from the moon as it leaves the solar system. And, um, and it was really good about the moon. Like it was kind of, I've always been a big, moon fan and so 
it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a fun show that way. You know, other shows that Jerry did were the Fireball XL5, uh, Supercar, which is a pretty cool show, uh, Stingray, and uh, and the Captain Scarlet is correctly called Captain Scarlet and the Mysterons. And uh, for many years, the Captain Scarlet SPV vehicle was my rosebud. Uh, now I have like twenty of them, but uh, that was something that I until eBay came along was something I had searched for in vain. And so, um, so anyway, so Space 1999 fan. So along comes this uh, post uh, on uh, Twitter, and it's basically uh, someone has decided under license to produce a deluxe two-scale Space 1999 electric stun gun. And there are these very cool stun guns that kind of fit around your hand and a comm lock. My comm lock was a very innovative device. I mean, essentially, it's it's an iPhone. <laughs> it's like, how else to put it? You have your face. You can talk to people on video. You can unlock things. Like, all the stuff you can do on an iPhone, you can do with a comm lock. So they're making this. Um, it's reasonably expensive, um, you know, several hundred pounds. But it's screen accurate. They have lights and original sound effects communication screens, actual dialogue from the show. Uh, there are both stun and kill settings on the stun gun. You know, always keep it on kill, obviously, but they have stun just there. Um, and there's collector stands, and it's, uh, you know, made from, you know, plastic and electronic components, and you can put batteries in it, and they light up, and they do all sorts of cool things. And so, you know, I saw this, and I was like, oh. <laughs> a Merry Christmas grad, you know, and, 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 you know, I see stuff like this and I'll just be like, I'm not going to wait for someone to think they want to buy it for me. I just get it. And so, um, so I saw this and I, I clicked on it to add to cart. And to my delight, it turns out that this is a Shopify merchant. And, you know, it's, it's so amazing now with Shopify because all I need to do is enter my email address. They send a code to my cell phone, I enter the code and then boom, I'm in my account. I don't have to remember a login. They've gotten away from the login, right? So I don't have to remember my password. I don't have to remember a user ID. Just put in my email. I get a code. I enter the code. I'm in my account. I pick my addresses. It's already connected to PayPal. And within a minute, maybe less, my deluxe one-to-one space 1999 electric stun gun and comlock are on the way. Uh, also, by the way, they had an add-on, which was a Captain Scarlet face mask. So that was pretty awesome, and I added that as well. But what was interesting to me is that I think that if I had, it was just, it was just definitely an indulgent purchase. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sort of like sugarcoat that. Uh, I know that I'm having a little bit of fun here, um, but. And if I was maybe more thoughtful or maybe it was in the morning or maybe I was busy, I might have looked at this and thought, oh, that's really cool, and then just forgotten about it. And what Shopify has done is they've allowed me to pursue my impulse to the maximum extent possible. And uh, I think that this is part of the key of experience. Uh, the experience has got to be able to kind of capture the impulse and allow you to sort of ride down the hill on the sled and enjoy the ride the whole way and almost like laugh at the end 
of, oh my gosh, what a ridiculous thing I just did. And it's done and it's on its way. And there's nothing I can do to stop it now. And I do think there's something about many shopping sites and many shopping processes where they they continuously ask you questions, they continuously try to confirm things, or they make you log in or add things or change your addresses. And and all the way through that process, at some point, you've got an opportunity to keep changing your mind. And often you do. And he's like, you know what? This is silly. What am I doing this for? Oh, my God. You know, 150 pounds for like a couple pieces of plastic. Like that's ridiculous, right? And so you you get to a point where you might you might change your mind and, and kind of get off the train. And it is surprising to me that as many merchants um, as there are, that they do this. It's surprising to me that so many merchants allow their process to be something that can be broken and can be a broken flow. And uh, and that is, um, I think, part of where people um, run into some challenges where they look at abandoned shopping carts. You want to get it to a point where it's not a chance for that shopping cart to be abandoned because people are so excited to be part of that motion. And so that's my story for today. Uh, I'm very excited about Christmas. Um, I might even wrap them up and give them to myself, which is um, something I have done before. Uh, or maybe I'll just, you know, put them on the shelf. But they're very exciting to have them come my way. And, and you know, there's as, as you think about your shopping processes and you think about the experiences you're landing with people, think about impulse. How do I achieve an impulse and then allow that impulse to be satisfied as quickly as possible? How do I make sure that I am instantly gratifying that need and getting people to a point where they're happy about the fact that even though it may have been impulsive and it may have been silly, it may have been indulgent, that the satisfaction of being able to satisfy that indulgence so quickly far outweighs any sort of regret of having satisfied an indulgence. And I think these days when we spend so much time locked inside and virtual prisoners in our own homes, cooking the same meals and, you know, having the same experiences over and over again, anything that we can find that is an indulgence, um, where we can find some release, I think you can get a lot of satisfaction out of that. So kudos to Shopify. Um, They are doing things that I would say in many ways, the Shopify platform, which millions of merchants can use, is slowly becoming superior to the Amazon platform, because if you lose your login to Amazon, it can be Byzantine trying to get it back. Uh, so I think Shopify is doing some really great stuff. Uh, Amazon needs to take notice. Walmart needs to take notice. And anyone else who's trying to drive a shopping experience, and there have been some crazy ones out there, please take notice. Um, I will say that the people who are, um, I, I've several times purchased things, and then uh, I'm then uh, given a phone call a voice call and of course I never answer those because they're from someone I don't know and then they leave a message saying please call us back to confirm your purchase if you're doing that in your shopping process right now please stop it like stop it right now (laughs) because like that's not working it's got to be all digital it's got to be super impulsive and you got to get me to my end goal as fast as you possibly can. And for the CXM experience, this is Greg Kahn. See you tomorrow.